Welcome back to another episode of What's a Scuttlebutt. I know it's been a while. It's been, what, around three months. I think the last up upload was um, around October 10th. I know it was before the Lakers won their championship. But, uh, yeah, um, I know it's been a while. Um, had school and everything. Um, oh, yeah, and as you can notice, Harold and Aaron, they're not with me right now. They'll, they'll be in other episodes soon enough. But uh, we've been really busy. I mean, I've had school and everything. Um, I just finished finals last week, so I got my free time back. and I start uploading consistently now. And they, they're working. They have full-time jobs with UPS, so they're busy right now during the holiday season. And... Um, I know, um, we've missed so many sports topics, like, don't tell me about it, I've just, I've been regretting it, and also, we've, there's so many athlete interviews that I haven't been able to do either, just because, um, most of the athletes I interview are student athletes, and they're in school too, and it's especially tough with their practice and school, with my own schedule, with school and everything I have going on to get that in, so, I mean, we're, we're back now, I'm definitely gonna figure it out, um, coming this next month because I, I have no school until January 4th and we'll, we'll definitely be doing a lot more stuff and we'll, we'll catch up with everything that's going on I know it's, it's so much has been happening and everything we missed the NBA draft I know all that but um I don't know if you all follow my um Instagram it's um Israel LaRue for those who don't follow go go ahead shoot me a follow I will follow back um I had I posted I think twice um something along the lines of give me your hot takes and the first time I got a huge turnout a lot of responses second time not as but not as much but a lot of responses and let's just get into it I mean th this is gonna be a fun episode it's fun to be back um I really miss this a lot we built I know we built such a strong audience I hope we can get that back well I'm gonna be consistently uploading we're gonna be new content all of that I, you, you guys will love it and the first, um, the first response, or I don't know if it's first, but in the screenshot that I took of the responses, it's up there at the top. Um, it says, Glenn Rivers brings a chip to Philly. Now, for those of you who do not know, Glenn Rivers is Doc Rivers in Philly, the Sixers, because we all know that Doc Rivers is new head coach to the Philadelphia 76ers. And this is an interesting take. Very, It's very much a hot take because you look at the teams in the East. I mean, you have the Bucks, obviously. Now you have the Nets. Raptors still relevant. Don't forget the Celtics. And who can forget about the Heat with their Cinderella run in the bubble. And those are just five teams. And then you look at the Sixers. I mean, who? I, I don't know. There are rumors of James Harden going to Philly. But then what's that going to cost you? Ben Simmons, who's a, who could be potentially be an... MVP, MVP caliber player. So, I don't know. This is very much a hot take. This is what this is what I liked about all, all of these responses. You, they're they very much are hot takes. And um, honestly, I don't see it this year. But maybe in following years, where you have Matisse, because he's a great defender. If he if he develops the way that I think he will. I mean, he'll be a lockdown defender in years to come, and he'll be able to lock down your number one guy. And that that would be nice to see him try to lock up those guys in the East. But uh, definitely not this year. Maybe in the following years, maybe James Harden and Joel can get good chemistry, and then you bring in some other guys, and who knows, that, that Philly team maybe won't get swept in the first round, and they'll make a run and actually get a chip. So...
I like that one. And I will be posting a lot more of these hot takes things because this it's I really like to see what everyone has to say. And next one is Joe Flacco is still elite. Now, for those of you who do not know, Joe Flacco, he is currently quarterback for the Broncos. And it's not looking good for him. It really isn't. <laughs> I mean, he went to after his after he won a Super Bowl with the Ravens, he went to the Jets. And we all know what happened. Sam Darnold took over. And he, Sam Darnold's a great quarterback. But the Jets right now, they have the first pick in the NFL draft. And he'd be stupid not to draft Trevor Lawrence with the first pick. So I think they're going to trade Darnold away. Because no way you leave that kind of talent on the bench. But Joe Flacco, an elite QB... He's not even better than Drew Locke. And Drew Locke, I don't believe him in at all. I mean, you could say he's the third best QB in his division. Well, it's a it's a compliment, but not really. I mean, you have Patrick Mahomes, who's the best football player by far in the NFL right now. And then you have Justin Herbert, who's a rookie. He's always he's going to get rookie of the year. And then you have Derek Carr. I mean, I've never believed in Derek Carr. I don't like... Drew Locke, and if you're benched behind Drew Locke, you're not elite at all. Drew Locke's not even nearly, he's not even nearly the best quarterback in his own division. So Joe Flacco elite, that's just false. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that right now. And I give me hot takes, but don't give me garbage hot takes. Um, let's go to our next one. Hakeem over Shaq. Now this makes you think. It really does. I mean, Hakeem, he won two rings with Houston back when Michael Jordan took those that year off, and then he came back in the playoffs, and ultimately they lost to the Magic when he came back. That's just because he wasn't in basketball shape because he was out for a year, and the Rockets repeated as champs. Um, I don't... I mean, Shaq is the most dominant player, the most dominant center... I anyone has ever seen. I mean, I didn't see Shaq or Hakeem play. So I, I only have limited view about what these players did based on stats, based on their highlights on YouTube and everything. But I just, I cannot say Hakeem over Shaq. Because I have Shaq as the top 10 player in NBA history. And I don't have Hakeem in the top 10. I mean, Hakeem, he's definitely top 15, but top 10, I mean, he's not top 10. And you talk about the dream shake and everything that he's done. But, and he did. He was particularly the reason why Houston won those two chips. And I just, I cannot see, I can't see Hakeem over Shaq. I just, no, I, I, I really can't. I don't like it. And I'll be naming some of these people's, um, with their hot takes. Um, this is by Brandon. He's been on the show many uh, two times, and you already know who his takes are. Like, uh, they're interesting; they really are. And he thinks he's right. I mean, that's him. Like, to each their own. So we'll go to our next one. Um, Luka Doncic, Luka Doncic, will win MVP and be eliminated by the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. And I obviously this was back in October. This. Uh, this, these first responses, and that was when everyone was thinking that Clay Thompson was going to be back along with Steph Curry this season, and we all know what happened to 
Clay Thompson with his Achilles. So, I mean, we will obviously prayers out to him. We hope for a speedy recovery and he gets back next year. I mean, it's really tough to come back from an ACL, let alone from an ACL and an Achilles injury. I mean, if anyone can do it, it can be Clay. This man's tough. He's shown it. I mean, you guys saw it well, as soon as he tore his ACL in that finals game. He ran back to take his free throw shots, and actually, he still wanted to play. Luckily, Boogie, he took he fouled, he took a foul to get Clay off the court. But honestly, I, I'm a huge Warriors fan. I love the Warriors. I just I can't see them being in the Western Conference Finals this year. I re I really can't. As much as I hate to see it, honestly, I it could be a Lakers. Lakers Clippers one we could actually get Battle of LA finally this year. I mean, we got robbed of it last year. I mean, it wouldn't even be Battle of LA cuz it was in the bubble in Orlando. But the the Nugs they 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 came back from that 3-1 deficit to spoil that matchup that everyone was wanting to see the whole season. And Luka as MVP um he's in the right trajectory to get MVP. Oh, to get the MVP award soon. But this soon? I know he was in the, what, the top five voting and everything. We have KD coming back. You know he's going to want to make his presence known. I mean, you have Curry back on the Warriors. You know Curry's going to do damage. Even the Warriors don't make it that deep. Curry is a two-time MVP, unanimous MVP. People forget that, saying that Dame Lillard is better than him. That's my pet peeve about... You Trailblazer fans is saying Dame is Dame is better than Curry. Dame has has is a better three point shooter. He he can he's a better um, deep ball shooter. It's it's so funny how relevancy factors into the minds of NBA fans. Like you forget so quickly, especially when it's a player on your team. You forget so quickly about the other players and. We we don't know at the end of the day, um, Dame's not better than Curry. And this year in the NBA rankings or ESPN NBA's rankings, they had Dame right over Curry. And then all the Blazers fans went off saying, "I've been saying it." Da 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 da. da. Okay, let's first of all, they had Tyler Hero higher than Demar Derozan. That tells you how much relevancy those NBA lists also use too. So I w I would just take those lists with a grain of salt. I mean, they're fun to debate and everything, and we'll we'll get to the to debating that list soon too. But yeah, there's so many other guys. I mean, Jason Tatum with the Celtics. I mean, he's grown two inches, so who knows? Those two inches can get him an MVP awards this year. And you have LeBron too. I mean, LeBron he's aging like fine wine. I don't think anyone has seen this in the history of the NBA. So he could win it. PG-13, he's got his trainer the year that he was MVP candidate at OKC. So maybe PJ, he shows the world why he deserves that max extension that he got this offseason. I mean, like, hey, I'm an MVP caliber player. So there's a lot of other players that can win the MVP. I don't see Luka winning it this year. Maybe two years. Yeah, two years. Yeah, this year, definitely not. And also, I don't see the Mavs in the... Western Conference Finals, maybe in the semis, but definitely not in the Conference Finals. 
And here goes the next one. Niners need to draft a QB. Oh, Niners fans have been annoying me so much. I'm a Niners fan. And I just look at Twitter every now and then. Watch well, it a lot. Um, but every now and then I see something about Zach Wilson, the BYU quarterback. And my uncle, actually, he cut, he said that he was the white Patrick Mahomes. BYU lost to Coastal Carolina. The first time they faced adversity all season, they lost. And Coastal Carolina, that's not even adversity. Like, if you think Coastal Carolina is adversity, you definitely don't get to say that you're a top team in the country, what you BYU fans have been saying. So, and I've seen this guy play too. He's not, he's not the white Patrick Mahomes. And, and then they only beat um, SDSU by two touchdowns, which is uh, SDSU. They had them, but they, they, they couldn't score the the last three quarters, which makes you think maybe they could have done something, maybe another upset, but they couldn't. And then you look at the other guys, Niners, they're not going to have a high draft stock. I mean, Niners can even sneak into the playoffs at the seventh seed in the NFC. So they definitely won't have a high draft pick. And this court, this year's class, it's so it's okay with quarterbacks, but you know, it's the top two guys. You have Trevor Lawrence and you have Justin Fields. But otherwise, in those two guys, I'm not really sold on anyone else. And then people are saying the North Dakota State guy, maybe him. You're like, oh, he can be another Carson Wentz type of guy coming out of North Dakota State. Look where Carson Wentz is now. He's on the bench right behind Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts be arguably the, a top five team in the country. The Saints. Now, now, yeah, yeah. The Saints don't have Drew Brees and all that. Taysom Hill starting. But still, the Saints were on a roll. They only lost two games. Taysom was winning them games while Drew, Drew was recovering from that rib injury that the 49ers gave him on that big hit to his ribs. And... Jalen Hurts was the he was the X factor. I mean, he performed that game and he led the Eagles. So I don't believe in NDS, you guys. I mean, D two for a reason. And you look at other quarterbacks. I mean, I'm just I'm not sold at all. So that's out of the question. I mean, the Niners. I love Jimmy G and everything. He's a great guy, but. He's not the guy, and you, everyone should have known after the NFC Championship game last year where he only threw for, I think it was, it was way less than 100 yards. I think it was like 22 yards, something like that. And after that, you have to know he's not the guy. When have you ever heard of a quarterback not throwing more than 100 yards in a championship game? That's unheard of. And then you saw it in the Super Bowl the following game where he missed Emmanuel Sanders on that touchdown. That that would have changed the whole entire way that the game would have gone. And who knows, Niners probably would have held on to their lead, would have won a Super Bowl for the first time. 
in years and I finally would have seen a Super Bowl in my own lifetime. I wouldn't have to hear stupid Packers fans saying, oh, you've never seen a Super Bowl. You've never seen that. That's why I love having Aaron on because he always talks trash like that. And he'll be back soon. But I I just, um, I feel like it was time for me to do one by myself just so we can get back into the role of things and everything. Start uploading more. But yeah, you look at the other quarterbacks in the league and... I mean, there's Dak Prescott, there's Deshaun Watson, there's Sam Darnold. I mean, those three guys right there, they could go, they can be traded to the Niners, but the thing is, what are the Texans going to be willing to give up Deshaun Watson for? I mean, right now you're wishing that Bill O'Brien was still their GM and head coach because you could get him for a bag of chips. You saw what happened with DeAndre Hopkins who's made the Arizona Cardinals so much better than they were last year. They have a true number one receiver. As Larry Fitzgerald, he's in the twilight of his career. And Dak, um, seems like Jerry Jones, he's not respecting Dak at all. I mean, you heard his comments talking about how his how he wants him to recover quickly or whatever, or he's joking off. With Ezekiel on practice, it's like, dude, he's his leg broke. Like you, you saw how broken this guy's leg was, and then you're gonna make comments about him healing or getting back to the field. That's not right at all. And then people talk about, oh, he should have took the contract when he had it. Obviously, he knew he was better than Carson Wentz, and he is better than Carson Wentz. I mean, he had better. Um, he had the best. He had the most passing yards for, I think, two weeks after he was injured. Now, that's saying a lot. Now, people might say, oh, it was in garbage time or whatever. Still, that's something to say. And if the Cowboys won't appreciate his talent, I think the Niners should pick him up. And then Sam Darnold, when you talk about it, um, He's a great quarterback. I really, I really like him. He just needs receivers around him. The Jets, they don't have the receivers. They don't have the talent to really build around him. And you know Kyle Shanahan, he'll he'll love him. He'll love producing him to the quarterback that I think that he can become in the NFL. So those are three guys that the Niners can potentially get. But who knows? Maybe Niners stick with Jimmy G again to see how this year goes. Honestly... You do want to trade for a quarterback as soon as possible because you know this gap for this team to win a championship with the players that they have on the team. It, the, the window, it closes every year because you get more player turnovers and all that. I mean, you saw it with the, the Forrest Buckner trade. Now, Javon Kinlaw, he's a great product. But the only guy you really got back for losing someone was when you lost Emmanuel Sanders, you got Brandon Ayuk. I mean, that was a great draft pick. Ayuk, he's been amazing for the team. So we'll see what happens. With all that, if the Niners keep Jimmy G, maybe because again, Jimmy G and George Kittle, they can come back at the end of the season. So if the Niners really make that run and the Cardinals lose, the Niners can get that seventh spot. Jimmy G, George Kittle back, where he will be healthy by then. I mean, he he's been playing every game, but he hasn't looked healthy. I I, I he he just hasn't. But once you get Jimmy back in and George Kittle. And then Debo, he was out with another hamstring, so I think he'll be out next week. So, yeah, we'll see with that. And I had um, a Warriors one right here. Warriors draft 
Anyaka Anguquo. <laughs> I said his name. I butchered his name so wrong at two. Um, that's false. We all we all know that. But even before that, I was looking at that. I, I've been saying it the whole time. James James Wiseman, or you trade it and package with Andrew Wiggins to get or someone else or two other players like bench players to get to get a five. But they they really like Wiseman, and I think he yeah he's a great player. Um, the Warriors they have a great squad. I mean they traded for Kelly Oubre to take over for Clay this year. They still got a great squad, but I don't think it's championship material. I mean I hope I'm proved wrong. I know Curry is gonna have an MVP season. I mean he's been hearing all the chirping, people saying that Dame this, Dame that. I know Dame's from the Bay. He's from Oakland. I respect that and everything, but otherwise than that, I mean. Trailblazers fans, they're so annoying. They they are so annoying. Like, okay, we get it. He had some buzzer beaters, some deep shots. Curry saw a lot of buzzer beaters and more deep shots. I mean, he's the reason why all these players are doing this. But, all right, talk your talk. We'll, we'll see when the season comes. And this next one is Raiders are going to the playoffs. Um, No, they're not. The Raiders are not going to the playoffs, and I take so much joy in saying this because I just, I don't know what it is about Raiders fans. They just, they annoy me so much. I know I'm saying this about a lot of fan bases, but it's true. A lot of fan bases, they're annoying, and I won't be say my fan bases are exempt either. Niners and Warriors fan bases, they can be very annoying too. I'm, I feel like every fan base can be annoying to a certain extent, but there's some that are more than others. And Raiders, if you ever been to a Raiders game, you would know why. These, these people are, are insane, which is why I'm glad they went to Las Vegas. They can they can burn off the, their steam and at the strip. But yeah, um, I see that seventh spot going to the Ravens. And yeah, Raiders, they're they definitely they're not they're not making the playoffs. I mean that ship has sailed, especially after this Titans game. Um yeah, that's gone. Uh, next one. Kevin Durant will be a finals MVP on the Nets. Yes. Yes, he will. And that is me saying that the Nets will win an NBA championship, which I 100% believe in. Now, it could be this year. It, re- it really could be this year. But I don't think it will. I think it'll... Be the Clippers winning again. Uh, not again. Um, Winning for the first time. I was thinking about the Lakers. That's what I said again. But it could be this year. Doubt it. Maybe next year. But definitely in these next three years, the Nets will win a final. So, and you know, Katie will be the best, play, best player on the court. And I like this next one right here. Um, Andrew Wiggins will be an all-star and the Dubs will beat the Nets in the finals. Now this, if it was this year, which I which I thought it was at first because I thought Clay was gonna play, I I 100% agree, and I do still agree that Andrew Wiggins will be an All Star. I mean, playing with Curry, Draymond, and then now Ubre, Wiggins has he's going to shine, and Steve Kerr he's really good at developing players, and we'll we'll really see it. I mean, you saw it last year with Eric Pascal, how he grew throughout the season. And we'll see how much Wiggins has grown on this team. And I think he will be an all-star. 
And the Warriors, yeah, they'll beat the Nets in the finals. It won't be this year, sadly. Next year, year after, maybe. Next two years, like I said. I, I know I've been saying this about a lot of teams, but hey, it, everything's always up for grabs, especially with injuries and all that. And I, I love this next one right here um, saying, the 49ers slander disgusts me. Trust me, it, it disgusts me too. I, I, I hate 49ers slander. Um, Niners by 100 Sunday. Jimmy G with five touchdowns. If the Niners could score 100 points and Jimmy G could have five touchdowns, that would be the most 2020 thing ever. Because imagine that. Jimmy G with five touchdowns and the NFL team with 100 points. Now, I'm not saying this will ever happen, but I, I just like it. It's a good take. Um, these are the takes that I like with my teams. I mean, you can say about the Warriors, Niners, San Francisco Giants, um, maybe the Browns. Uh, you could say the Bulls. You could say the Yankees. But uh, otherwise than that, um, keep, your, keep your crazy ideas to yourself. And... Um, Let's go to our next one. Jimmy G isn't good. Uh, this is an interesting one because it makes me think back to when Jimmy G first got hurt at the beginning of the season. When people were saying that Nick Mullins was better than Jimmy G. And now obviously now you look at it. He's definitely not better than Jimmy G. But that's not really saying much. Nick Mullins, he's not a good quarterback. I mean, you root for the guy because of his story and everything. He's... Bay Area guy, you always love to hear homegrown talent making on the team and playing at a big stage. But he's Nick Mullins, he's not been very good at all. He has a turnover problem. And Jimmy G, it just seems like he can't stay healthy. The one time he was healthy all year, they made it to the Super Bowl. But even I was saying that, that he wasn't the, the big fact of it. I mean, it was a defense. It was the run game. It, it was our passing attack when George Kittle and Emmanuel Sanders and Debo. And then you get the Jimmy G, who's throwing to those guys. But those guys, they're known as Yak. The Yaks. The Yak squad. Because the yards after catch. Yards after contact. They were the best in the league. And I don't know. I would honestly love to see Jimmy G good and health be good and healthy for another season before I truly say whether he's good or bad. I mean, he had a high ankle sprain and he came back from that and he played bad because think about it. As a quarterback, it was on his right leg. As a quarterback, you're planting with your right leg cuz he's he's a right-handed thrower. You're and your ankle is inflamed. You're not going to and he kind of walked gingerly when he was playing, you're not going to have the same type of throwing mechanics that you would have if you were, that ankle was 100%. And you saw it too. Like you saw the way that he would step into his throws and everything. I mean, as the weeks progressed, he got better. But then again, he got that high ankle sprain again. And he has to, I think that's why this time he's taking a longer break until the, um, if the Niners make the playoffs, that's when they will come back. So, I, I can't definitely say if he's good or not, but he's definitely not elite. And this one by Mitchell. 
Now, Mitchell, he's talked a lot of trash. He's, uh, he loves his teams. And, yeah, who, who won't love their teams? But Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell. Rams by 20 against Niners Sunday night. The Niners beat the Rams two times this year, two times last year. It's been almost three, three and a half years since the Rams have been the Niners. That's a long time. That's pretty sad, especially you look at this Niners team. It wasn't even Jimmy G playing. It was Nick Mullins playing. And I, I don't know what it is when they play the Niners, but the Rams just, they, I don't know if it's a mental block or something. Who knows? It's, it's weird. But hey, I'm not complaining. I mean, uh, even if we don't make the playoffs, we could say that we beat the Rams twice this year. With Nick Mullins. And another one by Mitchell. Ice cream is better with a fork. That is Trailblazer fans for you. Ice cream better with a fork? Come on, man. How are you going to eat the ice cream? Oh. All right, let's go to our next one. Knicks, Giants, and Yankees champs of 2021. You hear that silence? <laughs> Oh, that, that that's a that that is a hot take. Now the only team I will say out of these three teams are the Yankees. I mean, I expected the Yankees to win a championship these past three years, but they just haven't been able to do it. I think this year will be the Yankees' year. I really think that they do figure it out. Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stan, they'll be healthy the whole seasons. They'll. Get a good pitching rotation in and everything. So, I, yeah, this there will be their year. I, I like that one. Next one. I will be falling asleep soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sleep is good. So, yeah. Um, to all you people listening after this episode, take a nap. But not but not during. Or maybe, maybe play during. Maybe play other episodes. Get the views going up. <laughs> Next response, fire. Yes, this podcast... This podcast is fire. Um, that is true. All right, we got our last three for the first set of hot takes. Herbert is rookie of the year. We got that twice because it's true. Justin Herbert is the rookie of the year, offensive rookie player of the year. Now people might say Justin Jefferson. I know for until uh, before Joe Burrow got hurt, they were saying Joe Burrow, but you have to remember. They were playing similar stats, but Herbert was breaking records and he didn't play the first game. And his head coach didn't even believe in him too. He His head coach didn't want him to start. So yes, Justin Herbert will win Offensive Rookie Player of the Year. And... I love it. He's an Oregon product. I go to University of Oregon, and I couldn't ask much better since most of my teams, they're just, they're trash. Just if you look at Oregon football, I mean, they're in the outside looking in. They're hoping that Washington will not play this Saturday against USC so that they get to play in the Pac-12 championship and get to defend their Pac-12 title, but who knows. And the last one for the first batch is Dolphins over Niners. I mean, you look at it at the end of the season. I mean, right now, Niners are outside looking into the playoffs. The Dolphins are the seventh seed. 
I think that's going to flip. I think the Niners will get the seventh seed in the NFC, and the Ravens will steal that seventh seed from the Dolphins. So, no. The Ravens are not... I mean, the Dolphins are not better than the Niners. They just caught them at a bad time. I mean, Jimmy G was just coming off of his high, high ankle sprint. He even looked like he should have been out, out there. That's why he got pulled after the first half. So, that's false. I don't like that one. And maybe, maybe nice try. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, nice, nice try. That was uh, that was a funny one. And okay, let's go to our second batch. Uh, this was the Hertz and Wentz situation. At the time, I was thinking it was literally I think the day after. Or the day of when um, Carson Wentz got benched for Jalen Hurts. And I stumbled upon a meme. It was uh, Aaron Rodgers talking to Wentz at the end of that game. And uh, Aaron Rodgers saying, your job came and went. Carson's response, very funny, Aaron. Aaron Rodgers hurts, doesn't it? Carson wants enough, and I, that made me laugh. Like it, that's a good meme. Like you love good sports memes like that. And I, and my response to that, it's finally hurts his time. And I had no idea how right I was. I mean, do you? And then this week, Jalen Hurts goes on to be arguably the best defense in the country. So yeah, it's true. It's finally hurts his time. Carson wants his job. Came and went. Hurts, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, we we love these corny, corny jokes. Another one. Um, you're gonna replace Chris Collinsworth, and I really I really appreciate that. That was by Hanson. I I love it when you guys compare me to other guys. Like it just fuels the fire for me to get to that point where these guys are at. And I said. Without the scandals, though, and the only reason I said that was because um, I guess Chris Collinsworth he was getting flamed for saying that he didn't know that the um, a female could analyze football like that. I didn't really mean like anything else. But yeah, I mean, who wouldn't love to talk about football for a job? I mean, that's the goal, right? <laughs> that's why we're doing this, talking about all other sports too, because who doesn't want to talk about sports for a living? And uh, next one, Anthony Brown should have been getting reps in early, in game early on, so they could have subbed him in. Now, I've had so much to say about this situation right here. Um, for those of you who don't know, Anthony Brown, he's a grad transfer quarterback from Boston College. This is his last year of eligibility. He transferred to the University of Oregon. And he's played in zero games, has had zero snaps this whole season behind a quarterback who has a turnover problem and who's a classified sophomore. And I just, I don't understand why. I mean, uh, Oregon, they had two games where they look atrocious in the second half in Oregon State and Cal, and they lost both those games. I mean, why not just put him in? Why not just try him out? I mean, now Oregon's not even going to, looks like they're not even going to make it to the Pac-12 championship. Looks like they might go to the Independence Bowl. I mean, they went from going to the Alamo Bowl to the, in the I mean, they went from going projected CFP team to uh, New Year's Six Bowl. 
to uh, Alamo Bowl, now to Independence Bowl. I mean, Oregon just, they've gone so down as the season has gone this year. I mean, and you st- saw it in the first game against Stanford where their defenses could not stop the run at all. And that went on all the way until Cal. I mean, you talk about four games where they could not stop the run, especially against Oregon State. Jamar Jefferson alone had like 221 rushing yards. That's almost unheard of. But then that same day, a Buffalo guy had, I think it was either 300, it was 300 to 500 rushing yards. And so that got overshadowed, luckily, because I did not want Oregon State to be in the headlines, even though they were in the headlines for beating Oregon for the first time in a long time. But yeah, I mean, why not give the guy a chance? And my whole thing is, why did you even bring him in here? Like, why recruit a guy who's on his last year of eligibility who won't, I mean, who knows if he can play an NFL caliber or he was an NFL caliber dude. I mean, he's had some knee injuries that he's fought back from. I mean, you you applaud the guy. He's gone through a lot. And he literally could have gone anywhere this past year. He could have gone to Mississippi State with Mike Leach. To be their quarterback instead of Mike Leach. Got the Stanford quarterback to transfer with him. He could have gone to Georgia. But I think he made the right choice not going there. Because JT Daniels is there. And they're finally starting him. And you're seeing what that Georgia offense can finally do. But at the wrong time. But just, I don't understand. Like, what what was Oregon telling you? I, I know somebody told me that. Oregon told him that his starting spot is not guaranteed. And that he would have to fight for it. And... Brown took that as a challenge. But even then, if you if you know you're not going to start him, why offer him the scholarship? To say that, oh, we have a transfer player to talk about you guys get recruits and all that. I mean, he's literally just wasted talent on the bench. Now, I can't say definitely sure for not if he's better than Tyler Shuck or not because Tyler Shuck is a great athlete. You see it. And the RPO offense that Joel Moore had is implemented implemented at Oregon. So, I don't know. Just, I want him to, to have a shot. I hope. I know this year with COVID and everything, I think they may get another year of eligibility. I think that's what he's going to do. Since, especially since he didn't see the field at all. And I don't, I don't think he will because it's too late in the season to do that. Because now Oregon's looking to next year because they struggled so much this year their young team so I, I I hope he gets a shot I hope he transfers somewhere else to a team that will actually start him and I hope he does good there too but I, I, I don't like how Oregon has has handled this situation with him and oh this is definitely a hot take the winner of the NFC East is winning the Super Bowl and I even though the Washington football team is currently at the top of that atrocious division. I mean, you can't even say atrocious anymore because um, Washington's on a four-game winning streak. I think um, the Giants won a three-game winning streak until today where they dropped one. Um, I think it's going to be the Giants. I don't know why. I just have a feeling that Washington football team, they're going to drop the next few games. Washington. Uh, Giants might want, be able to win out, but definitely not. I do not see an NFC East team winning the Super Bowl. 
no more Cinderella stories for that NFC East division anytime soon. Um, they need to get they need to get their stuff together for sure. Oh, and Mitchell, another one. Rams winning the Super Bowl. So much cap. So much cap. No way, no way the Rams are making the Super Bowl. I mean, right now the Rams are at the five seed. Uh, let's say they they do beat the Giants. And then let's say, because this is all just pro- projections for me. Let's say they do beat the Giants, the Seahawks, uh, beat the Bucks. The Niners beat the Packers. Tell me the Niners will play the Saints. And the Seahawks will play the Rams. I do not see the Rams being the Seattle Seahawks again. I, I really, I do not. And let's say they do. I mean, they're either going to play the Niners or the Saints. And they're definitely not going to beat the Saints. And the Niners have their number, so... <laughs> No Super Bowl, and let, let's just say, even if they do make it somehow, a miracle happens, they do make it to the Super Bowl, they're either going to see the Chiefs or the Bills, maybe the Browns. I don't think Steelers will make it there. Um, they're not being any of those teams either. Yeah, so, cap alert, Rams will not win the Super Bowl or even get close to the Super Bowl this year. And here's another Nets one. Nets drop games early on, but make it to the Eastern Conference semis at least. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think the Nets could make the finals this year. So semis, I definitely see it. That's on the way to a final appearance. So yeah, I definitely agree with that. Steelers are the worst 11-1 team in... History now. This is from Mitchell. He finally gave me a valid response, which I, which I liked. Um, and on my story, I said finally a valid response. Um, after doing that, I kind of realized like, oh, do people think that their responses weren't valid? No, no, no. All your guys' responses, they're very much valid. I'm just saying that Mitchell's response was a valid one. Um, I um. You can't really say that because it's hard to get 11-1. It doesn't matter who you play or who you barely beat. Um, I know last year we were saying that the Packers and Pats were the worst 13-3 teams. Um, I mean, the Packers still made it to the NFC Championship game, but they got embarrassed. Packers, or Pats lost a last-second pick six to Logan Ryan, so... I don't think that's true, um, but the Packers, I mean the Steelers, um, I don't see them making noise in the playoffs this year. I mean, they may get even upset, maybe, because I have, oh no, I have the Bills getting the second seed, the Steelers getting the third seed. Um, yeah, honestly, no, no, no. I don't see the Colts beating them, but... If they play, if they play the Browns, um, the Browns are being them. I mean, honestly, I have, I believe in the Browns. They'll make some noise in the playoffs this year. 
and Steelers versus Bills. Now, this game just happened, but hang on with me here. Um, I, I said in my response, I said, the go from fireball, finna do it again. Now, the reason I said that is because I know the, the Steelers team got exposed by the Washington football team, who I do not have making the playoffs. Others do. I, I don't have the Giants in that in their place. The Bills, they could make it to the AFC Championship game. I really, they're heating up at the right time. Josh Allen looks, he's looking like an MVP candidate. And their defense are getting turnovers. You just see it like from all over the side, their secondary is doing great. Zach Moss, he's doing phenomenal. Can't talk enough about Josh Allen to Cole Beasley, Stephon Diggs, and the other guys on that team. And then don't forget Devin Singletary too, what he can do out of the backfield. So yeah, I had I definitely had them being the Steelers, and that's what happened this Sunday night. And this is our last response. It's Chase Claypool, Rookie of the Year. And no, I mean, if any receiver deserves it, it's Justin Jefferson. But Justin Jefferson isn't going to get it because... There's a kid from Eugene who's going to get it, and that's Justin Herbert. I know, I mean, the Chargers, they just beat the Falcons. They only have three wins on the season. I think it's four. Um, yeah, he's he's broken records. He's gone touchdown passing yard records and all of that. And he's definitely, he's been the reason... I mean, you look at these Chargers games, there's been a lot of close games, and it's mainly because of how he's thrown the ball. So I'm so excited to see how he does in these next coming years, especially next year. And, I mean, yeah, that does it for us from here. That was my last response. Um, again, if you don't follow me on Instagram, it's Israel, Israel LaRue. Um, shoot me a DM there. Give me a hot take. Um, I will be doing more hot takes again. I don't know when. Um, I, I think the first time I did it was in October. Last time I did it was a couple of days ago. Maybe I do it um, at the end of the month or beginning of January. So we do this again. Um, yeah, I really like these topics. I mean, it's, it's definitely a good way to have a filler episode. It's I like to talk. About sports and everything. So it's good when you guys throw in some stuff that, that aren't so easy and they're kind of tough topics. Because, yeah, even though we mainly talk about professional sports like NBA, NFL, I still love talking about the M MLB. I still love talking about college sports, college basketball, college football, um, women's basketball, too. So yeah, throw me any sports-related topic. I mean, it can be about tennis, it can be about golf, it can be about boxing, UFC. This is a sports podcast, so we'll be able to answer it. And Aaron and Harold, they're going to be on in future episodes. Thank you for tuning in. We're gonna we're back at it. I'm excited. I have a lot planned for this. So just just be excited and don't be afraid to shoot me a DM. It maybe um. Once the school year starts back in January, I might be start lacking again. Um, don't be scared to be like, yo, where's the episodes at? Yo, you haven't posted in a while. 
because that and then that will get me because I can always post episodes by myself just like this one right here. I don't need Harold and Aaron. They are co-hosts, but like I do with the interviews by myself with the players. I, I can do these by myself too. I mean, um, I love doing this. Um, it's nice. I don't get the rebuttals and everything, but, but still, it's still nice to talk about sports. So yeah, thank you for tuning in and make sure to catch our next one.